Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You ready for the show? You ready for the show? Black Talk, we are on table, talk radio. The show for the black. Black Talk, we are on table, talk radio. I am black. That doesn't mean I'm vulnerable to attack. I'm just like you, a human. Red blood, emotions, a moving figure. But you're treating me like I'm about to pull a trigger. Cause I'm black, you put in the west on me. Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, yeah. Black soap, you're around table, talk radio. It's here to show. It's here to unify black people. Yeah. It's here to get you inside. Get you more today. Black soap, you're around table, talk radio. The show for the black. Black soap, you're on table, talk radio. Show the party starts. Black soap, you're on table, talk radio. Listen and get this pie. All right. Welcome back. The first show of 2019. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth with your host, some guy named Jay. And Adrian Charleston, True Butterfly, Blacktopia Roundtable Talk number, number, Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe which I believe is not being hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko or closeted lesbian. Well, I'm none of those things. But, hey, don't judge me. We're going to do a great show just as good as all those people, too. So listen up. For tonight's main topic, we will discuss R. Kelly. (laughs) Because we have to. We just have to. It's also his birthday, too, but ain't got, that's not why we're talking about him. Also joining us for this discussion is rapper DeMind. DeMind, press 1 if you're streaming from your phone. But before we get into all that, I just want to say you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app from iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. I also want to say you can get in touch with Comedic Fitness and Wellness so you can better heal your mind, body, and spirit. Check out Comedic Fitness and Wellness at www.comedicfitnessandwellness.com. 
www.blogspot.com. And if you want to follow them on Instagram, just at comedic underscore fitness underscore and underscore wellness. And follow them. Follow her, Basu Lauren. Yes, yes. I also want to give a shout-out to Kendra D. The Kendra D. Experience will return sometime uh, this spring on Big Woo Radio. But in the meantime, visit her official promo blog at www.kendradblog.blogspot.com. And that's uh, D-D-E-E, Kendra D-E-E, blog.blogspot.com. Definitely do that. Some other things we're going to plug tonight, too. And I also want to say, too, it's not all about R. Kelly, but we're talking about, uh, you know, um, you know, child molestation and, and you know, the, the whole, the, the, the bigger thing, bigger than R. Kelly, not R. Kelly, the man himself. We could talk about him, too, but just, you know, just this whole thing we keep sweeping under the rug. And I see in the Facebook group they still want to sweep it under the rug because I see people posting, oh, we're tired of talking about this. We're tired of talking about this. Although there's nothing ever been resolved about uh, about child molestation and things like that, uh, I guess we can stop talking about it when it stopped being so prevalent in our community. But until then, I guess it's always time to talk about it. Um, and for people that think we should talk about stuff like the government shutdown, tune in next week because we have a politician, Nicole King, and we'll talk about it then. All right. Let me go on ahead and bring on everybody else other than me. Let's see what we got here. Adrian Charleston. Adrian. Uh-oh. Let's try this again. Adrian Charleston. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, now we can. We can hear you now. Okay. It it normally says unmuted, and it didn't say that. And then I kept talking, and nothing was happening. So, yeah. How are you yeah, this evening? Got, I'm doing. I'm, I'm just doing a show. Okay. Happy New Year. Well. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody yes. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you having a good New Year so far? Oh, it is um, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly amazing. I can't even speak right now, but yes, it is, it is great and wonderful, and things are going well, and can only get better from here. Yes. Oh yes, oh yes. There's nowhere else to go but uh, but wherever you take it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's right, girl. Ciao. <laughs> All right. Let's go on ahead and bring on DeMind, our guest. DeMind. Yo, Jay, what's good, man? <laughs> Just doing a show. <laughs> 2019, man. Oh, yes, we're doing a show. Yeah, it's 2019. Oh, yes, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. All right, now, um, for people uh, tuning in for the first time, what we normally do is we do an interview uh, for the first uh, 30, 25, 30 minutes of the show. After the interview, 
we uh, get into our topic, or you, if you're welcome, if you want to ask some follow-up questions to the guests, you're welcome to do that. And uh, then we take a break at 10. When we come back from our break, we have Adrian Charleston's Butterfly Flow. After Butterfly Flow, we have Plug Away. That's our segment where you're welcome to plug anything you want. So, uh, so if you want to, you know, shout out your website, shout out your social media, shout out any businesses you have, uh, you're welcome to do it during that segment, the plug away segment. Then we'll get right back into our topic. We'll take some more calls from the audience, and then that's our show. So, uh, is everybody ready? Yo. All right, that means you're ready. All right, Demond, you got a couple of new singles out right now. Uh, could you tell the listeners about that? Then haven't been set to be released. You're probably going to be the first one to break these records. Um, one of them is called Baby, 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 and one of them is called uh, The Other Dude. The Other Dude is a single um, that I created. Basically, like, when I – sometimes I hit, I have conversations with people, and they talking about who they always dating, like they dating famous people. So my so I always ask them the question, if that guy has you in his future and y'all serious the way you think he was with him, ask him about any business plans. Ask him about opening up your business or y'all any business adventure. And that way you see like uh where you really stand with, with certain people. You know, um so that's where the other dude comes in at. And it's basically saying that, you know, you're passing up on somebody to try to date somebody, and then the person you choose don't even have you as his number one interest. And so that's where that track came from. And the other track is just it's just me just go, just having fun in the studio. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. Well, we're going to definitely uh, play those singles tonight. It'll be the first time it's being heard. It's also so fresh and new that I haven't heard your two new singles yet because I wanted to surprise myself. That's how we're going to do it. Uh, you know, I, I usually preview every single you send me, uh, you know, before we uh, put it on there. But today, yeah. boom, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, just like everybody else, you know. Okay. Because when I, usually when I put the single, when I listen to it first, I, I try to sequence in a certain way, put it, a, place it in the show where I think it should be go, should go. But I said, you know what, we're just going to, boom, we're just going to play it, and, and it's going to be that, you know. But you, know, you, you put out you, honestly, honestly, you can drop it anywhere mm-hmm. you want to because they the the music is is, is straight. It's, it's just good music. Oh yes, oh yes, I certainly know that. You know, and you're you're also dropping a full length album this year as well, right? Yeah, we dropping an album like on my birthday, I think April thirtieth. Taurus season. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, crazy Tarzan. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> With a bull, man. With a bull, man. Yeah. Yeah, y'all bull. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so who did you work with on this project? Uh, what producers? What did you collaborate with? Any other artists? Uh, who who produced the singles? Who all you got on this project? Um, the guy who produces all my tracks. He um. He produced the uh, the soundtrack for ATL the movie. Um, his name is Five Five Beats. Um, he did a lot of the work for that movie. Um, locally in Atlanta, we did it in Decatur, and um, pretty much it's just me on the track and on the that other dude track is me. And then um, 
the other track, Baby, 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 is is one of my homegirls. Where I got introduced to this this young girl. She was trying to get her music career off the ground, and so I heard she could sing. So her mom was like, "Hey, you know, uh, I got a my, I got my daughter. Would you work with her? Um, so give her some guidance in the business because I see you going headstrong." And um, she had I got a couple. She had got a hold to a couple of my songs. So I said, um, I said, yeah, you come to the studio with her the whole time because we don't want no R. Kelly bull touching my daughter <laughs> doing something illegal. So you can come in the studio and you can sit there the whole time we record and write, and then we can get the track done. So she did the track. She's on the hook. And actually, she did a wow. she did a whale of she did a whale of a job to be so young with no coaching. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna find out tonight how good she did. We played the uh, Yeah. Oh yeah. She blew the she, she blew the roof off it. Now 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 Demon, I know you're a very controversial uh uh repeat caller on this show. <laughs> and you're pretty controversial <laughs> in the Facebook group as well. But uh but your music though, your music is a little your music is clean. Uh you don't really well from what I've heard, you don't really uh you you do you know, you do have a lot of great subjects, but you don't really get as heavy as you do on on social media. Why is that? Well, in the music, <clears throat> you got to think like um, it's when you look at the rap game now, you got to dumb down a lot of songs, so you can't be too lyrical to, for songs because it turns off listeners, and uh, <clears throat> so that's one of the reasons. And then like you just you just got to look at who's buying music and who's listening to music. So a lot of people like music that they can dance to without all the drugs and drama and shooting and killing people. So no matter how much music I make, you would never hear me rap about pointing a gun at somebody, um, beating up somebody. I mean, that's because I figured that there's enough crazy stuff going on. So <clears throat> as an artist, you just have to pay attention to like the people and see what people like. Because a lot of artists right now, they don't even rap. They just get on the beat and just do whatever. And people think it's one of the best rappers of all time. Yeah. You know, and you're right about that. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah. for the consumers, when it comes to the music, it's like the stuff that is more dumbed down, the dumbed down, simple uh, uh, cat in a hat. You know, you know what? Back in the day, when I when we used to hear the artists and stuff like that, they were so dope, so uh, super lyrical that uh, you know, uh, as fans, fans, we'd go in there. Oh my God, I could I could never spit bars like that. But nowadays, you hear artists and you go, I could do that. I, I could have made that song. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, that, that, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, you you go. I feel you. That that comes from people like it's just the 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 beat is is more uh, stands out more than the artist, um, and then like like the rap game took a huge twist when you know like I said anytime um, white people control something they always try to get black people to be as negative as positive about their people. We're, we're the only people that demonize our race and think it's cool. So that's one of the reasons why. Um, you you don't hear me always talking about shooting people and and, and yeah. smacking this chick or uh, stuff like that 
So um, I think, uh, and we're proud to demonize our race because, you know, a lot of music come out as, I'm going to shoot you, or I got, I'm this high, or I've been sipping on lean all day. And, and, and then kids, kids listen to that. And so as an artist, I'm, like I always say, I'm a dad first more than I'm an I'm a artist. You know, so my kids listen to my music, my radio edit music. My son pulls up my videos on YouTube. The thing I want him to listen to is me shooting somebody or talking about drinking or doing drugs. So it's important for me to try to lead as a father more than try to lead as an artist. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let me throw some clap hands. Now, even though you say you dumb it down, you don't you don't get as dumb as these other artists, I know. But uh, <laughs> but 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 I I, I do want to say though, um, I think a lot of people in Blacktopia that that recently started checking out your music, especially uh, uh, no drama, I know no drama really increased in hits after your controversial uh, appearances on the show, uh, you know, late last year. And um, a lot of people, I think they want to hear uh, some of that controversy in your music. I mean, you don't have to, you know, make it heavy, dark, uh, negative, anything like that. But a lot of the, the things that you talk about, like like you, you once said, uh, you believe that the Bible's a myth. And uh, they got a lot of people talking on that subject alone. Why not make a song about it? Why not make a, a song, uh, you know, really expressing that and why you feel that way and, and really breaking it down? Um, you know, and some of the other things, some of the other topics you brought up too. Why not? Why not just make songs out of that? I think uh, on on a mainstream level, yeah, sure, it may run some people off, but I think you'll grow a a, a nice niche arty audience, a nice fan base, a nice cult following. Uh, just putting out music, being your authentic self, and you you being your authentic self now. But I mean, true to your core, speaking that that stuff that that you really want to say. Just putting it in the music. Well, I mean, why don't you take that risk? I mean, you know, ch- challenge the listeners and yourself as an artist. I think actually, 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 I do. It's like when the album comes out, I got songs where, uh, like, in once, once, one one line I said, I can't remember the first line, but the second line I goes, doing it on my own, and I don't need God's plan. You know, and people's like, well, Drake might take it as a diss. I said, I, I don't care how you take it, but I'm just saying I don't need God's plan for me. So, you know, there's there's times that I throw shades at, at the Bible and and stuff like that. It's just that when you listen to it, you have to catch it. And and also I, I tell, I, I always say people as fake as the Bible. So, you know, pe- there's a lot of people that hang around you to watch you grow, and they really just want to see what they can get off you and, and stuff like that. Um, like, for instance, like um, a couple of homeboys that I used to hang with, they just wanted me to help them out with their album, shortcuts to the music business, and, and cheap knowledge on what I know. And and then when I saw that, I was like, okay, you, you guys ain't going to try to hustle. Y'all going to try to hustle me <laughs> till y'all get a hit, and that ain't going to work. So, you know, um, just things like that. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Um, and I know you just said earlier you worked with one producer for the entire project. Uh, but on future projects, would you be open to working with uh, different producers? If so, I have some suggestions. I mean, to me, like when you work with a producer, you got to understand the producer. You got to have a feel of a base. You, know, you and your producers, like peanut butter and jelly, y'all have to go together. 
I mean, I'm open, but you know me, I I I don't like bounce. I don't like that ATL music, even though I live here, and even though that floods the street of Atlanta, I don't like them ATL tracks. Um, they they call them cap music, so I don't like those tracks. And most people want to produce those tracks. And then like, then then like a lot of artists, um, a lot of producers, like when you work with them, you ask them like, you got to get a full understanding of who you're working with. Because, like, you could be a producer and I come work with you. Well, you might say, okay, I'm going to do the beat for ten grand. Okay, so if I say I give you $10,000 for the beat and then I own the track, you cool with that. But once the track blows up, once I drop the track and the track hit that $10 million spin, now you're saying, hey, man, you owe me another check. You know, that $10,000 is just to produce the track. Now the track blow up. Now you owe me, what, you owe me a percentage of, 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 of the sales. And I'd be like, no. That's right, so girl. Those are the th- yeah. th- those are the things. Those are the things you have to understand as an artist and um, as an artist producer. And because you see it all the time that people come back later and want more than what they put into the music, or they 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 say we're gonna do it this way, and then once that track take off and they see the money, then they want to say, well, you took the ten thousand up front, so I gambled on the back end. The gamble paid off. Now you're coming back after me for more money. And it happens a lot in the industry. Yeah. And and also, too, just to, just to, you know, working with the one producer like you've been doing, it gives the project a more cohesive sound, too, I believe. Uh, you know, I, when a lot of artists get a lot of different producers on the one project, it sounds like it's all over the place. And some of the, it just doesn't match. It, even if the beats are hot, it just don't seem like it all belongs on the same project. But then when you're working with just the one producer, it just has like an even uh, flow. All or Even if the songs are, are very versatile, it just has the feel like it's supposed to be on the same album, you know? Exactly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But I also want to make the suggestion anyway, though. There's a guy in Blacktopia by the name of Felonious Funk. His actual name is Phil Royal. Um, he just celebrated a okay. birthday, too, uh, yesterday. Um you should definitely hit him up. You know, Felonious Funk. He's uh, he's made some beats for. Uh, he's actually made some beats for some Blacktopians. Uh, well, after he joined Blacktopia and after he started getting to know some people, uh, he did a. He recently did a track with D Hood. You know, it's in Blacktopia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I think he's. I mean, even if it's just a, a, a throwaway track or just something to, you know, throw out there, you should certainly hook up with. I get a lot of artists and a lot of um. <clears throat> I'm starting to get a lot of artists and a lot of um, managers wanting me to work with their artists. But when I, when I say, <clears throat> excuse me, when I ask them, let me hear a concept of the track. And if you, the first time I hear, we got a pound of drill. We got AK-47. I'll be like, hell no. Get out of here. I'm like, yeah. there's no way I'm working with that artist. And then, um, then like a lot of the producers hit me up and they send me track beats. Yo, mine, can you rap on this track for me? Okay, let me hear the beat. Man, I don't do trap music. You know, um, you know, it's it's, it's just, if you if you want to see what I do, just ask me to send you a couple of tracks so you can get a feel for my music, or let me send you to a profile that I have with a lot of tracks on there, so you can see what what I what kind of tracks I like it, and and instead of sending me what you want me to do, I don't do trap beats. Yeah, well, you don't have to, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what to do. <laughs> um. When's the last time you performed? Uh, oh, we did something. 
We don't have nothing right now, but I usually do work with this Entertainment Underground and this Making It Magazine <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. and uh, Coast to Coast oh, yeah. Mixtape. I, I got a uh, I got a chance to um, do some work with Coast to Coast Mixtape, and it actually went real well. Um, I got a couple managers that won't leave me alone. <laughs> they keep sending me emails about trying to manage me, and and they sit me down with this art, with this label or that label. And I tell them I'm not doing it for a label. I'm doing it for my kids. So that's why it, that's why I'm more passionate about it and going the way I'm going at it because it's not it's for my kids to have something when when I'm when I'm done. <clears throat> oh yes, oh yes, I I feel you. Um, okay. Well, uh, what about is there anything you have coming up as far as shows or you know any kind of uh, any performances coming up? Any show dates? Right now, there's nobody really doing my guess because the year just kicked off. So uh, yeah. people just trying to get a feel for 2019. So I don't think um, I don't see any venues got much going on. Um, I did got a uh, 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 email to open for Hustle Gang, which is Ti Boys Ti Group in Atlanta. But I took I don't, I don't do Ti I don't do that that stuff with Ti. I'm like I don't do drugs and gun music. And that's what that's what they're looking for, or that's what they like, and that's what they're used to. So I'm not that type of artist. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but I just want I want to say this too. Uh, you know, sometimes it, it's certain people in the audience that just that just feel what you're doing. You know, just op- just having the opportunity to open up for uh for for you know for 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 bigger artists and things like that, and and I I think it, it's a it's a good move. I I, I say you should do it. You know? you know, the last time, the last time, T.I. has a club in Atlanta, and the last time I performed there, like, um, you know, they had their artists. It was a contest. So they had their artists who they tried to pick the win. And, like, um, like I told the guy, I said, listen, I paid a lot of fucking money to be in this, this contest. And so why the fuck the mic keeps going off? Why the beat keeps, why the DJ keeps uh, slowing down the uh, the single or the track? So you know they have they have they when you go into certain things like that they have who they want to to win or who they who they want to feel or who they want the city to feel and and you might be the baddest artist on the floor but they're gonna try to make sure that you don't get the the uh, the input that you should have put out to the fans so it hurts your music and it hurts your performance where people are always being like well this guy didn't get a fair shot okay so next person you know um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Omega. But Omega was one of T.I. artists, and he was like, listen, I'm tired of the fucking mic going on and out. If y'all already got who y'all want to win, just tell everybody and reimburse everybody their money. Everybody paid their hard-earned money to get into this contest. So those are things that you have to deal with, like, in, in certain uh, certain parts of, of of who running the production or who's running the event. And that's why I don't really do much in Atlanta. I try to look for stuff outside. Ah, okay, okay. Well, um, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm keep my any promoters I know. Uh, I, I I know promoters. I know uh, event organizers. So uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely keep my you know eyes and ears open myself too. And if I know of anything, I'll shoot it your way. Okay. Yeah, you know, definitely got to get you some more uh, some more live performances under the under the belt. You know, just to, just to keep you oh, out yeah, there. We- yeah, we do. I go to South Carolina. There's a there's a dude on Facebook called Tat Boss, T A T Boss. 
And um, they do a lot of um, in Greenville, um, Sheldon, South Carolina, Buford, Hilton Head, Savannah. So uh, sometimes I, I hit those spots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Definitely. Well, uh, I know some people that are uh, listening in right now, they're probably going, yo, yo, okay, cool. That's cool. Good for you to mine. Uh, that's that's great, but let's talk about some R. Kelly shit. <laughs> so, uh, you ready to talk about some R. Kelly shit, mine? Man, we can. Let's let's do it, man. Okay, okay. Now, Kel, Kel, uh, Kel's my man, so. Definitely. Before we talk about some R. Kelly shit, I just want to let y'all know <laughs> that y'all need to watch The Ugly Friend on Amazon Prime. Y'all need to watch that. All right, yeah, I was watching the uh, uh, what was it? What's the R. Kelly thing? Um, surviving R. Kelly, seen Surviving R. Kelly on Lifetime. Also, watch The Ugly Friend on Amazon Prime. All right, definitely do that. Oh yeah, gotta gotta get the plugs in. Okay, you know what to do if you're streaming okay. from the phone, Adrian. Oh, go go ahead. I'll talk after you finish doing all that. Go ahead. All right, I want to say if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. If you're streaming from the link or if you're on the website, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. You can ask the mind anything you want to ask them. We could also get right to the topic, the R. Kelly situation, and all the things about that. And uh, if you also have some follow-up questions, Adrian, you're welcome to ask. And uh, what's going on, Adrian? No, I was. I wanted to go back to where um, Demond was talking about. He had a had a chance to open up for the Hustle Gang. Was this a paid gig? Were they going to pay you to open up for them? I'm just curious. Well, um, we didn't get what it is. Is like when you send out the contract and they ask you to open. Sometimes they perform just to say they got a talent show. So you got to find out what's going on. Now, if we're doing a club event, mm. yeah, I'm I'm going to get paid to do it. But if it's just if they yeah. just got people in if they just got people in the area to see what's going on and see who's hot in the city or who's doing what, and um, sometimes I do, but for hustle gang, I, I pretty much don't do that because they when you go to those no, types of labels, no, I know you don't do it. But I was asking, was that like were they saying we we want the mind to open up for us and we're gonna pay you such and such? Was that what it was, or was that some was it something else? No, they just they sent me an email to open up for uh, Hustle Gang. Um, do some music, do okay. something for Hustle Gang. And, okay. and so we didn't get to the we didn't get to the bottom of it because once I already, another one. Well, once I already see what was going on in the email, I already know that that wasn't mm-hmm. going to fit me. Okay, because sometimes okay. I mean you know if they have a big audience, it's not always about the audience that you have that you want to hear your stuff because as Jay was saying, sometimes some people in the audience may need to hear what you're saying and may become a fan of yours. So it's it's kind of, I understand what you're saying, but if you're there to open up, to expose yourself to other people that have a large audience, sometimes it's good. Yeah, they're talking about this, but you're starting it out, and they'll be able to see you first and be able to be like, oh, okay, I like what he's saying, I like what he's doing, and then maybe you get fans from that. And just because, their music is about guns and violence doesn't mean that everybody that's there to see them is about guns and violence. And sometimes it's it's good to be open 
you know, to other opportunities because if you keep shutting stuff down and you're waiting for different shows or other people that's not talking about that stuff, you might be waiting a while when you could still be getting your message out to the masses. Like, it's not, you know, you don't just get the word out to the people you want to get the word out to. Sometimes you get it out to the ones who need it. So, just throwing that out there. I agree with that. I I, I agree. Like, Bad Boys did something in the city. So, of course, Mm -hmm. I showed up because I did something for Bad Boys. Gorilla Zoe did something in the city. So, you know, Pastor Troy. So, you know, when they do stuff like okay. that, sure, I go. Yeah, but it's it's just that <clears throat> when you get, it's it's like when you get that certain, a lot of people, like we had a club used to be called uh, uh, Thug, Thug 21. And so that club, so they would perform and get a lot of artists there, but you would get the people that the club want, the Thug 21. And then there's all kinds of chaos and shooting and fighting and, you know, all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff going on there even though that you've got artists there to perform and stuff like that. So that's what, you know, things like that happens in Atlanta. What you perform is the basically you're going to get 99% of those type of people. And then you're going to get 1% of the people that's open up to new stuff. And not, not saying Atlanta's bad and it's all bad because sometimes mm-hmm. they do like um, entertainment underground. Like they did a, um, they did a back to school promo for kids. So they didn't want um, nobody um, performing and rapping about drugs. Well, it was hard for them to find artists because most of the people in Atlanta, that's all they think about. So it was like, mm-hmm. and it was me, it was me and a few other people because it was for the kids. And it was like, all, it was open to all, all from five to, to whatever, 21 or 46 or whatever. So they wanted music that the kids can sit there and enjoy without all the cussing and profanity and, and how high you get and all that. So it was hard to find artists to do that. And I, I did a so I did a song off my album that had records. <clears throat> so so when I did that show, I did a song called The Future, in which I was talking about uh, kids just doing stuff to to be on YouTube and and fighting and and you know just teaching just bringing nonviolent music to kids and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just saying like you can have a good time without the drugs without this without that and so that, that the track actually took off because people was asking was it for sale i said no it hasn't even come out yet oh yes oh yes uh i just want to say if you're streaming from the phone if you're streaming from the phone all you have to do is press one and we'll bring you on we're talking to the mind we're also going to talk about the r kelly stuff too if you're streaming from your phone that means you've already called the number and you're just streaming listening in on your phone press one and then we'll bring you on. You know, we'll, we'll we're not gonna just you know you know we're not gonna just throw you out there. So you gotta you know press one. And uh, if you're streaming from the website, if you're streaming from the website, give us a call at nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. All right, let's go on ahead. Okay, I keep seeing. Where is it? I think a nine one nine number just hung up. All right, that nine one nine come back. Uh, let's let's get this number right here. Caller in the nine eight zero four two eight. You're on the air. Who is this? That's me. Hey, what's going on, brother? This is E Love. How are you? Hey, E Love. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing out there, Black Tokyo Land? Oh yes, I know you. I know you talked about the show uh, yesterday on your show. You welcome to plug your show on this show too. 
Oh, cool. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'm on the TuneIn app. Uh, you search for Power 104.4 FM on the Love Lounge, Monday night, 7 to 10. Okay, cool. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, to the TuneIn yeah. app. Yep, and uh, we uh, we talked about this R. Kelly thing. I, I kind of had no choice. I was compelled. <laughs> and I actually played some R. Kelly music, too, so to kind of back it up. Cause not, but when I played the music, the um, – the reasoning was not to necessarily show support or not show support, but I started to dissect the music and start listening to mm. the lyrics and trying to see if I could find a hidden message in the music. Hmm. And with that, and with that being said, you know we were kind of going in on a conversation about this, and you know a lot of you know split opinions, see like male and female views, point of views on this thing, really, really kind of go go to gambit as far as the differences there, you know, how guys see it and how women see it, you know. So I'll, I'll just put this disclaimer out there. I don't want to get beat up by the ladies, and that's what I said last yeah. night. By, by any means do I, <laughs> do I agree with <laughs> abuse by any, by any means. I don't agree with abuse, and I definitely don't go for uh, the whole pedophile situation and the child molestation <laughs> part that they talked about on that show. You know, but I will say, you know, as far as the children go, the teenagers, absolutely not. That's just, you know, as a grown man, you got to make better choices. You know, you, you know, we can do mm-hmm. all kinds of things, but there's certain things that you just should not do. You know, there's a more, there's a moral guidance compass that I think everybody should follow, and I think there's just things you just don't do, even if you know you can. So with that being said, now for you grown folks, these ladies that's grown, the adult women, okay. You already know what you're getting into, you know. As with the one case, the uh, one young lady he had on there, I think she was 33. I mean, full disclosure, he pretty much said to her from the gate, "Look, I'm seeing other women, so if you want to rock with me and ride this ride. This is how it's going to go down." So with that being said, I feel like she can't be surprised. She can't be surprised, and I just feel like some of these ladies, the adult women, I'm talking about have some accountability mm-hmm. in it too because if we go with the double standards that we have in society, we both know well, all of us just know as men, no means no, correct? We've It's been embedded in us, it's pounded in our heads, it's just what a, a, a kind of a factor of life, no means no. I don't care if I'm the Eiffel Tower is up and ready to go and I'm two inches from the cookie, no means no. Right? Mm-hmm. You have the right, the lady has the right to say, nope, I changed my mind. And I don't have the right mm-hmm. to say well, I can't help myself at this point. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I can't stop. I can't stop. I'm, I'm losing control. I'm not in control of myself anymore. By no means can a man ever say that and use that as an excuse to go forward once the lady says no. So with that being said, I'm just confused, and I need the ladies to help me out with this because that's what I said on my show. What does it mean when a lady says, yeah, he didn't rape me. It was consensual, but I didn't want to do it, but I felt like I had to do it. I'm a little confused by that, and I need clarification. What does you that know mean what? <laughs> when Who a woman asking? says, Let me, well, I'm asking I, the lady. <laughs> this is a question for the lady. What does that mean? Because like I said in my example about the Eiffel Tower, I cannot say as a man, and nobody's going to let me get away with this as a man. And I say, well, look, um, you know, I kind of had to do it at this point because it was just too late. We were too far into it, and I could not stop. Mm-hmm. I had to do it. <laughs> Even though she said no, I had to do it. So I need to understand mm. when a woman says, "I didn't really want to do it, but I had to do it." <laughs> Even though it wasn't rape, because none of these women said that he raped them or 
forced himself upon them. I never heard any one of those ladies say that. But I did hear them say, I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. I had to participate in the threesomes. I had to participate with you know, with all the things that he wanted done. I, I need I need clarification on that. What does that mean when a woman says I had to do it? Because I know the double standard applies with guys. That's not gonna fly with us. We we're not gonna say we had to do it and get away with that. It's not gonna work. So I'll give the floor to the ladies to help me understand that. Yeah, it's only one on this phone. I don't play them type okay. games, so I don't know. I I hey, cannot. Hey. I clearly cannot answer that question from my point of view because I mean, if I want to, I want to. If I don't, I don't. And there's no like in between. Right. Ain't no playing up until. That's right, ain't no... girl. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's hey, just look. me. So. So maybe you, you we know, can get some other ladies on the phone. They might have an answer for you. So I'm sorry, I, I don't have. I can't. Yeah, I don't have an answer. How does he help with that? And then we gonna Come blame on, this man. man and say he's a monster and he's this and he's that. But by no means that I hear him, you know, force himself upon anybody, you know, by any means. So it's like you knew what you was getting into. You were there. You could make a decision and a choice. No matter how far or what was going on to say, I'm not doing this or I don't want to do that. But I just didn't hear any of that. And I'm just so that's why I'm saying that to say, why do we hold him accountable? And he's a monster and he's this when you had free will the whole time. There was no, you know, gun to your head, it was no Action and are you talking about being a monster for the adult women or for the young yeah, for women? The, for the adult women. The children, hands down, that's just wrong. There's accountability oh, okay. to have okay. to be Yeah, with the children, I'm, we're not even going there. I'm not even counting them. Okay. Because that's just okay. straight-up manipulation as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah, you just can't do that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I can sleep with a bunch of 20-year-olds. I just choose not to. It's just morally just not right. I'm 45, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be messing around with 20-year-olds. I just, just don't Well, they wasn't that. 20, but yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, so, yeah, 19, 18, 19, 18, 17. Like, I just shouldn't do that. Yeah, could I do it? Right, sure, right. I could. Should I do it? No, absolutely not. I should not do that. You know, that's just my moral compass. So, for mm-hmm. the adult women, I'm yeah. speaking about the adult women at this point. I'm and I didn't watch it, so I'm not women. sure of. Okay. I, I don't know okay. anything about them. I don't watch stuff okay. like that. I'm sorry. Uh, well, basically, <laughs> let, the let, me, let me say this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me say this. A, a lot of, like, R. Kelly, the only thing that, that that I'm concerned about is people trying to make him the poster child for child molestation. Um, right. And when when there's a lot of things out there that you should talk to talk to talk to before you even address R. Kelly. But right. in in Hollywood, there's something called the casting couch, right? So mm-hmm. um, Oprah Winfrey has been through it. Nicki Minaj has been through it. Halle Berry has been through it. And basically, mm-hmm. what they what they do is is like Oprah wanted her own talk show, but for Oprah to get that talk show, she had to sleep with Siskel and Ebert. Well, Oprah didn't want to do it, so now there's a mm-hmm. pressure on you. How bad do you want to be famous? So this mm-hmm. these are what put these are what how bad you want your talk show? Are you willing to let us do what we want to you sexually, and then we get you your talk Baby. show because? Because you know, if you know anything about entertainment, and and you don't get these big roles in in Hollywood without without these dudes doing what they want to you. No matter you you had an artist, you have people talk about it all the time. And Nicki Minaj could, didn't sign with Cash Money until she slept with the whole squad. 
Now there's a sex tape out, and, and, and she, and now, she, but it, to me, that's still rape, no matter if she's a woman or not. Even if she makes the choice to say, well, I can sleep with them and I get my album put out. But why put her? Why put them in that position? If they're a good talent, just just work with the talent. You know, you, right. every 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 Hollywood celebrities, especially female, like and and they make fun of it. If you look up casting couch, you'll see what they do, and they say, they'll mm-hmm. give you they'll build you up. You got all the talent in the world, but you gotta you gotta do some strange things for some change, and that's still right. great because you're you're forcing somebody. But I don't care if they're young or they're old. You're still raping these people, so it's still it's mm-hmm. still bad all the way around the board, and uh, mm-hmm. that's how I look at it. And that's basically it's why bad. people. It's, I will say like, it's bad all the way around the board, but they have a choice not to have fame. They, they yeah. do, but they do. But people look at it like like uh, one of the one of the ladies say, "Well, even though I had to do something strange for some change for thirty minutes." I still got a chance to go back and clean up my image and move myself out of the hood. They look at it both ways. I look at it as like yeah. still being, they're still being mm-hmm. forcing somebody. You forcing yourself on that woman, you know, because that, yeah. you know, no matter how you look at it, you're still forcing yeah. yourself on somebody when somebody doesn't want. You going for a job, and for order you, in order for you to be the manager, you got to go sleep with the head boss. And then I won't I mean, be the manager. Yeah, yeah. See yeah, how that you works? Got a choice. I won't yeah. be manager. Yeah, yeah, I won't be yeah, at that yeah, job. You, got, yeah, you have yeah, a choice. Yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah, but 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 these are the yeah. people that yeah. that that if you if you listen to these are the people that ten ten years later they'd be like, well, I wish I didn't sleep with her. Well, even even Oprah as big as she was, she had even there was a, a documentary came out where she talked about the casting couch and she talked about how well, it's just going to be. Don't matter. Now, wow, really? now, uh, now, now, yeah, there's that. a lot of stuff about this, but we got a lot of people. The phone lines are burning up, so we're gonna have to take the rest of these calls. E Love, definitely, thank you for your call. If you want to uh, speak some more later, what you can do is I'll, I'll just kind of mute you, and if you want to speak again, a little later, you could, uh, press one and press one again. I'll bring you back on, but uh, let's go ahead and bring okay. on the rest of the callers. All right, okay. E Love, definitely. Thanks one more time. Plug your show. Oh, sure, man. Monday nights on the TuneIn app. You download that for free and search for Power 104.4 FM. Monday nights, 7 to 10, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, on the TuneIn app. You also check out the ELUV Corner Facebook page as well. We got all our show topics we post there, all kinds of event information, things going on in the Queen City, you know, and all type of events and different things going on all over. You know, it's kind of our mainstream entertainment page. Definitely, definitely do that. All right. Thank you, E Love. Let's go on to the next caller. Caller in the nine two nine three zero three. You're on the air. Who is this? Good evening. This is Katrina Thomas. Good evening, Black Dog. How are you? Yes, yes. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> All right, Katrina. I'm coming. Yes, how are you this evening? We're doing well. Good. Well, I'm calling about this R. Kelly topic, and uh, it's really deep. And I think it's important what we're all really forgetting about when we talk about men and women and sexual acts and things like that. There are women out here being abused every day, and this is something worldwide, and we 
are forgetting, no matter if it's forced or if you're willingly doing it, it's an act that nobody should accept. Grown, as a grown woman, I don't need to do anything to make myself look bad or for me to say later on and say, oh, I did it because he was R. Kelly. It doesn't matter if a person has money or doesn't have money. I don't need to put myself on that level of doing something just because who he is. And I think a lot of us women get lost on that because we might be getting to, we might want to go to a next level in our career or whatever it may be. But why not do that with your mind and your education, um, not with the status of another person? And R. Kelly is somebody that a lot of us women admire. Um, I grew up on him, of course, and I still admire him. I'm a little disappointed what I'm hearing, but as a survivor of sexual abuse and rape, it makes me say, wow, we look up to these people. And when we have children, these children are looking up to these artists. I think you have to have an image of portraying yourself as a better person. And to personally put things like this out, he should feel shame and degraded himself for even putting himself in that type of position. Matt, I don't know if he's guilty or innocent. That is not for me to say. That is God at the end of the day who has the judgment on him, and he would do it personally with him. But I think it's wrong for us to say that the young girls are too fast, too grown, too this. I, you know, some of us are shapely, some of us not shapely, some of us are flirts, but grown women are flirts too. So how can you just say it about younger girls? You can't just take all of this and switch it over and flip it and make, think the girls are lying. You can't just think people are lying, especially when there's some serious proof there. Now, that doesn't mean that we are judging him. It's just we're seeing this stuff with our own eyes. So something has to be somewhat true. Okay, but look beyond, look beyond judging those girls and them women and say, you know what, well, if I was in the place of these women or these girls, I would have to say, you know, look, I have some respect about myself and I'm not going to do things just to make myself look good or to make somebody else look good. I have to be feeling good about myself. I have self-respect for myself. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, like I keep saying, every I just hate how they always try to tear down black icons. Um, right. I, I look at the Bill Cosby. I look at the R. Kelly. Um, but I notice, like, especially like a lot of black women, like, okay, Bishop Eddie Long was one of the biggest black preachers in my lifetime. He just passed away two and years ago. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and he had a wife and two boyfriends two underage kids and people swept that under the rug like it wasn't nothing. And that's what, I'm not, I'm not, de- I, I'm not defending. Mm. I'm not, I'm not defending R. Kelly and, mm. and or, or I'm not going to bash R. Kelly and let somebody who's supposed to be a leader and speak wisdom and telling you the things that you're supposed to do. And they out there doing something wrong. And it's more than just him. You got Robert Tilton. You, right. you got, uh, mm-hmm. you got, uh, uh, T, uh, I mean, you just every every time you turn on Facebook, you see a, a preacher going to jail for child trafficking. Um, right. one, uh, two mm-hmm. preachers, two preacher, two a preacher and his wife just got arrested in Kentucky for taking the young kids home and having right. threesome. Mm-hmm. So, so, so mm-hmm. if we gonna hold R. Kelly to the feet to the fire, I think we have to start with R. Kelly's just a singer. 
but people look up to these preachers and they put their life in these preachers' hand down there. So when they see that, I mean, don't you think that crushes the community? And and R. Kelly's just a singer. You got a choice. You don't have to listen to his music. But if that church in your community, you got to drive by that church every day knowing that that guy just raped some kids. And then he still hey, got what? a church. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And you're right. This is Adrian. Right. I want right. to, I want yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. I don't think his stuff was swept under the rug, Bishop Eddie Law, but it's just like everything else. It is gotten forgotten. It's been in rotation. It mm-hmm. went in rotation and went out of rotation, just like R. Kelly did. Cause this is not R. Kelly. Yeah. This R. Kelly stuff has been going on since he started with Aaliyah. Let's get this straight. This is not new. That's this right. Is not Thank you. Something Thank people you. manufactured out of the sky last mm-hmm. week when this documentary happened. This has been mm-hmm. going on for decades with R. Kelly. Right. So it's just like every and no, I'm I'm gonna finish this. So just like you talk about Bishop Ellie Long, you talk about these other people, it was just a news rotation and so it they went through the rotation and it went out. It didn't get swept under the rug. People just forgot about it just because stuff kept happening, different people, different things happening, you know, of uh, the world's attention span is short. So the reason why R. Kelly, I don't know why it's such a revelation now when it's been going on for decades, but he's just back in rotation. So it's not that he's being vilified now. It's just that he keeps doing stuff. And it's one of those things that some people, they do it, they learn, and maybe they stopped or we just hadn't heard anything else about it. But he's done it and done it and done it and keeps doing it and keeps doing it. So it's not that but, we're yeah, going to find a, a, a singing icon have, to break him down. It's that he's not stopped, he's not apologized, he's not repented, mm-hmm. and he's not going to. So it's different when you're you're saying we're breaking these black men down or breaking him mm-hmm. down. Really? We're breaking him down? Oh, okay. I'm not saying you're breaking him down, but I'm just saying... Actually, hold that thought because uh, I want to. I want. We're going to get ready to take a break, but I want to squeeze in another caller right quick. And uh, absolutely, hold on because you're still on the show, and uh, we're going to get the callers in and out. <laughs> so, uh, so actually, we take the next call, Katrina. Uh, did you want to plug your organization right fast? Yes, I have. Um, my organization is based out of Riverdale, Georgia. Loving yourself, no more abuse. We're about safe housing program. We're also about counseling, shelter, and giving you food and giving you inspiration and encourage to do better, to get better. So look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, and we will definitely be there for you. Never say never and never think that you're not getting the support because loving yourself no more abuse is definitely out here to make a difference in abusive relationships. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. That's great. Oh, yes, Katrina. Now, um, I want to uh, – we won't go to the next caller, but but since you work with uh, victims and things like that, I would like to bring you back on after our break. Is that is that cool? Will you be able to, you know, That's fine. talk more on Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. good. And, and uh, so, yeah, what I'm, I'm going to just mute you right quick. We're going to take the next call, then we'll go straight to the break. And for anybody else that's uh, waiting – Hold tight after this after the break and after the seconds we're gonna bring the rest of you on. So just hold tight. Just just hang on in there. We're gonna get everybody. Everybody's gonna get a chance to speak. All right. Caller in the two two eight two one three, you're on the air. Who is this? Mrs. Chelsea. Hey Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea Holden. Yes. yes, yes. We got a man on here. Anyway. 
how y'all doing? I'm going to answer this question that I forgot who was it that asked it. I think it was like the first or second person said something about what does it mean when the woman says no or that she still says or whatever it is. Let me answer it with mm-hmm. a post I made. I don't know if I posted it in Blacktopia or not, but it goes like this. There are people in abusive relationships with everyday nine-to-five people. So what makes some people think that it's so if if it's not easy for those people to just leave, what makes you think it would be any easier to leave a public figure that people are gonna back up even harder than these nine to five people? Mm. Mhm. That's all I'm saying. Actually, you know what? As well, okay, hold on, hold on. Well, Chelsea, hold on just a second. I'm gonna bring E Love back on. Uh, e Love, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, she's she's talking to you. And uh okay, yeah. Chelsea. I'm uh, sorry, she's talking to me. That was a question for me. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, Thanks for answering the question if you're the right person. All right, one more time. Let me yes. hear it one more time, please. Okay. I said there are nine there are people in abusive relationships with regular nine to five people. Right. If it's not so easy for them to leave those regular nine to five people, then it can't be any easier for somebody to just leave someone that's a public figure that has a lot of backing and people that's going to defend him way harder than the people that's going to defend those nine to five people. I got you. Yeah, I, you know what? I was there thinking are people about that. that's scared to live regular preachers. Who right. makes you think that it's just easy to leave somebody? With that type of clout behind you, I got you because you feel like they can kind of, kind of hold you hold you back from leaving. Well, see, my my thing yeah. was this: though. even you if know, you're leaving, like, there are people that go to work. There are people with families right beside them that right. won't leave their husband that's beating them with their family right across the street, but they won't tell them. Right. Now I hear you, and Sometimes I thought about that. We got to stop thinking about what we would do, and think about what somebody else might do. Right. Well. I always kind of equate everything as choice, right? And some choices in life are are very hard and difficult to make, but it still comes down to choice. You know, um, abusive situations, again, I think that's a mental thing. It's a lot of manipulation. I think that goes on. Like you said, circumstances could be a lot, you know, to do with that, like you said, with the whole nine to five. But, with, but in R. Kelly's situation, you know, I'm looking at it as, just from an entertainer's perspective in general. I mean, rappers, I mean, 50 Cent used to rap about it all the time. You know, yeah, 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 you're an aspiring actress, but getting with me is a real career move. You know what I mean? Doing something sexual for me is a real career move. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, a lot of these ladies are with these celebrities because they're like, they're groupies. This is how I look at them. They're groupies. You, you know, we fantasize about entertainers and, and, and public figures all the time. But then because we never really get the chance for that reality or that chance to hit to say, what would we do if we ever met so-and-so? What would you really do if you ever could, you know, that person that you fantasize about, that public figure that you fantasize about, if you actually got to get close to them and, and try to have a real relationship? We, we, have to, we have to dethrone them, as their brother was saying, you know, as far as, you know, at the end of the day, man, that's just what they do for a living, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's their job, you know, and we have to stop sensationalizing them. And if we could take that away and view them as regular people, you know, they have faults, 
and flaws and, and different things like everybody else. So, you know, to, I guess to get back to the, to your answer, of like how do you leave the nine-to-five person, you know, I mean, the same way you would, I think you would leave anybody. I mean, now I know, like, again, circumstances come into play. Everybody's circumstances is different. But it takes a lot of strength. You know, it takes a lot of courage. You know, it takes maybe even some spiritual, you know, um, looking into as well to, to, to get that strength to be able to move on and get out of anything that's unhealthy for you. You know, you have to make those hard decisions and have to make those choices for yourself and decide, hey, you know what? Okay. I really can't do this anymore. I think that, you know, how Dr. Phil always used to talk about having escape plans for women when it's, the relationship uh-huh. is really that toxic and that abusive. Yeah. You have to have friends that you can deal with, a community that you can go to to help you kind of get out of those situations, have those escape plans and things like that. You know, you have to tap into all those those uh, resources that Jay was just mentioning, you know, the uh, domestic violence centers and things like that, you know, that's locally in your areas. You know, you you have to get with somebody a person, a friend, or somebody closer that you can trust to kind of help you to navigate through that. Because I'm not going to say by any means it's an easy thing to do. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know, you have to do what's healthy for you. You know, you have to do what's healthy is what's best for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You know, hold on. Actually, uh, what I'm, we're going to get ready to get into the break. When we come back, we're going to bring the rest of you on. We're going to take the rest of your calls. Chelsea, thank you for calling. Uh, Chelsea, if you want to stick around, we're going to keep the, keep this part going as well. Uh, plus, we're going to get you know some more of you out there, James. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, some guy named Jay. And Adrian Charleston is here, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to this break. We're going to listen to the... Uh, the songs from the mind. We're going to listen to some commercials. We'll come back with Adrian Charlton's Butterfly Flow. And uh, we're also going to have our plug away segment. And then we're going to take the rest of your calls. All right. This song right here is the mind. Baby, baby, baby. Everybody wanna know when the album drops Cause old nine is the time you can look for the mind I still ball with my homies in the life for crime Cause drug sales strong armors why the hood got ruined Now I'm posted on the block like a Patrick Jewin Trying to get my homeboys to the glamorous life Nice cars, big banks, tell them yeah that's nice With more game for them hoes than Monopoly I told the motherfuckers dog they ain't stopping me Tell them G's the ball. 
If you tryna come up, nigga, give it your all Cause everybody's fair game when it comes to the paper But sometimes I feel like the L.A. Lakers Cause it's like camera, everybody wants action Seven days, like Miss Tony Braxton So what it do, what it do, what it do I run this game, like skip to my loop Dropping dimes like he did on Boston Games like this don't come that often So give me the cash and let them niggas have the fame Everything else, y'all know who's to blame Dude, if this team's taking a loss, you 
It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Hit me up. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me, I can call you, 937-287-0736, or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com, or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, what God... All things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Oh, yes. 
It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina. Right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights. So come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more. Including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. The Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays, so come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda, and that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P, located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you saying I got to do is drink this tea, and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. Greetings. This is Basu Lauren with Committed Fitness and Wellness, a place to become mind, body, and soul fit. We are a mobile health and wellness business that offers yoga, vibrational sound therapy, detox therapy, comedic Reiki, Yoni Steaming, and so much more. We also have products available for purchase, such as herbal pads, smudge sticks, high vibrational waist beads, copper jewelry, and more. You can find us at Committed Fitness and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can give us a call or text at 912-349-9755. We look forward to supporting you in your wellness journey. Peace. Oh, yes, definitely. Welcome back. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, some guy named Jay and Adrian Charles from the True Butterfly. All right, we're going to get ready for the uh, Butterfly Flow segment with Adrian Charleston. I also want to say shout-out to Comedic Fitness and Wellness. If you want to get better for 2019, certainly reach out to Comedic Fitness and Wellness. Yes, yes. And uh, also join us on blacktopia.org. And uh, Adrian Charleston. Yes. All right. Yes. Butterfly flow. Yes. yes. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. And um, I'm actually going to talk about a topic I just talked about yesterday on my Facebook Live, and that is about triggers. And um, with all this stuff going on, and especially what we're speaking on now, um, a lot of people do not understand what a trigger is or what the meaning of a trigger is and how, 
you know, because a lot of people were like, why did, you know, I didn't watch the R. Kelly thing, I'll just say that. But a lot of people were like asking other people, like, how did you watch it if you knew it was going to trigger you? Why did you do this if you knew it was going to trigger? But the thing about triggers is you don't know what is going to trigger you or how. Some people watched it because they were probably like, oh, okay, some things, you know, I just want to see what happened. This is interesting. And then when they watched it, they were like, oh, my goodness. And it gave them flashbacks and it triggered them as to something that happened to them in their past. And I will explain a trigger. The easiest way to explain it for others to understand is you ever been somewhere and a certain smell just came past and it reminded you of someone. Could be your mother, your grandmother, your father or anyone that you're fond of, and you smell, you're like, oh, my goodness, and it took you back to that place. You ever eat something, and you eat it, and it takes you back to this this happy, nice place from, you know, back in your, your childhood. Or you could even hear a song, and it takes you to that school dance where you dance with that girl or boy you wanted to get to know. Well, that's the good side of triggers, and that's what a trigger is. It's something that happens that you don't know is going to trigger you and take you to that moment, but it does. And see what happens on the bad side, you could still get that smell, and it takes you back to something bad that happened. You can hear that song, and it takes you to a bad period in your life. You can watch that show or hear a name knowing what somebody or you know is accused of or what they've done, and it takes you to what has happened to you. So when people say they are triggered by stuff, believe them, because just because you aren't, it, it could just be things that something didn't happen to you in that way or nothing happened to you. Don't, when they say they're triggered and they don't want to talk about stuff, they don't want to watch stuff, and they, want to, they don't want to participate in certain things. Now, once people know their triggers and they're like, okay, I know this is going to trigger me, I don't want to be around, take them at their word. Don't say, oh, no, it's not, you come on, you can do no, because they have to deal with themselves later on. So when you when you think about all of the stuff and all the things that are going on, just be mindful of everyone around you. And and I say everyone, men and women alike. Not only women have been abused. Not only black women have been abused. There are different people from different races, all ages, sexes, and genders that have been abused. So don't take it as... Uh, just a one-person thing, a one-sex thing, a one-race thing. Be mindful of how you you see and say and speak of all of these things because you never know what the person beside you, the person on the other side of that computer, the person on the other end of this line, you do not know what they have been through and you will never know, not because you've not been through it, but it's because you're not them. Even if you've been through the exact same thing, different people come out of it differently. So be mindful. Um, always say spread love, give love to one another, and be patient with each other and try to see things from someone else's point of view, which many people have a problem with. But do your best, especially at this time and this season and what's going on in the world. So this has been Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't even comment if that wasn't ready. <laughs> All right. Now, what we normally do after Butterfly Flow is we do the plug away segment. 
But since, um, you know, the first half of the show before the break, we, it kind of ran over a little more than expected. That's all good. We're just going to make the plug. What we're going to do is we're going to integrate the plug away segment with the callers calling in. So after I do my plugs, anybody that's calling in from here until the end of the show, you're welcome to plug whatever you want to plug before you speak your comment. So uh, so if you want to call in and say, hey, you know, come out to my shop, blah, 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 it's on East 3rd Street, blah, 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 you're welcome to do that. Or if you say, hey, you know what, check out my website, I got X, Y, and Z, cool, you're welcome to do that. Uh, just anytime after I make my plugs, when you call in, you're welcome to do that. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to put a, a limit on it for this show. And plus, Happy New Year is the first show of the new year. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you all that. <laughs> all right. The plugs I'm going to make, I'm going to make it quick and painless. Next week, join us next week. We'll be talking about the government shutdown and all the other government stuff and other stuff like that. We also have a politician who will be joining us, Nicole King. Let me give let me throw some claps for Nicole King. So we have a, a Democratic political person that's going to be in the House speaking on her role and what she does in the community, and uh, and she'll talk about the government shutdown and some other political stuff as well. And um, and and I'm not well versed in politics, but hopefully. The rest of you all are, so call in and, and talk about it. That's what we're going to talk about, and some other things, too. So if you want to talk about other things, we can talk about that, too. All right, let's see. We also have the webinar series. If you want to learn how to increase your bottom line, if you want to make more money using social media, join us for the webinar series and the Media Blast Facebook group. All you have to do is join the Media, Fa media Blast Facebook group, I've been doing Facebook Lives on this all week. So uh, if you want to join, if you want to enroll for the uh, introductory course, the, the beginning session, it'll, it'll air on January 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. All you have to do to enroll is join the, Bla uh, the Media Blast Facebook group. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to download an app and put in an access code. You don't have to give blood. You don't have to do any of that. All you have to do is join the Media Blast Facebook group. If you don't know what that is, if you don't know how to find that, whatever, just inbox me and I'll give it to you. If you don't know who I am yet, if you listen to this, we get a lot of people that listen from other areas that, that don't really know some guy named Jay or Jonathan Coleman or Blacktopia yet. They just see it on the blog talk. Uh, for those people, I'm Jonathan Coleman in the Blacktopia Facebook group. You can send me an inbox or you can email info at themediablast.net info at themediablast.net, and uh, we'll send you the link, and you can get on in there. All right, that's enough of me plugging shit. Let's go on ahead and bring on the mind again, and we'll bring on the rest of the callers. We're going to bring uh, E-Love back on as well, if he's uh, still around. We're going to uh, bring on, we'll definitely bring on Katrina, because you can talk about our organization, so we can talk about uh, the healing process. I also have some questions for Adrian Charlton, too. Uh, so we're going to bring in all that, plus Chelsea, anybody else that wants to jump back in. But, but the rest of you that were being patient, thank you. We're going to get to your calls right now. Caller in the 346-242, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey, Jay, it's Diva. Oh, Press True Diva, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? 
Yes, you're doing well, doing well. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before you uh, make your, you know, make your comment? No, no, not at this time. Still working on some things, but not right now. All right. I was listening to the show, and all, the only thing now, don't get me wrong, I was the victim of molestation when I was 12, okay? So by no means is it okay. The only problem that I have with this documentary is with these parents. First of all, how don't any of y'all know where y'all kids are? That's number one. I was watching one young lady on here, and she said that she used to sit through the R. Kelly trial, the first trial, when he was uh, going back and forth with this tape with this young lady. Why? So you, the, the parents got no notification that this little girl wasn't in school. Was this in the summertime? She was gone for all these hours of the day, but nobody knew where she was. So it didn't click in your mind that something may be going on or, you know, where is my daughter? Then I'm listening to mothers, oh, I haven't seen my child in days. I, I'm, I'm listening to R. Kelly's I Admit It, the, the YouTube thing that I was, that's what I was referring to when I said I, I was listening to it. I listened to the 19 minutes, I did it, of what he, what he said he admitted to. What he did was wrong. Whatever he did, I can't, I don't know what he did. I wasn't there. Everybody's going off a hearsay. At the end of the day, everybody wants to scrutinize R. Kelly. This has been going on for years, way back from Aaliyah. And what people fail to realize is, as a parent, your child can't marry nobody unless you consent under a certain age. So where are all the parents in this? Why is everybody looking for a bag? Why is everybody waiting 20-plus years later to all of a sudden be mad? Why was nobody mad when all of this has been going on? This man was abused himself, and sometimes, not all the time, because I was abused and I never abused anybody, but sometimes people that were abused, abused. Why is it that nobody took the time out to try to figure this stuff out? Everybody still listening to his music, even though in his record, in his last one, he was saying that, you know, Spotify took him off and, you know, fans turned against him and, you know, people turning against him. Nobody is holding accountability to the people that really matter, which are these kids, the ones that were underage, not these grown women that were making conscious choices to stay where you were. Now, abuse is abuse. I've been there, done that as well. But when you get tired and when you get sick and tired, you're not being held captive if you can walk out a door. I watched where the mother supposedly went to the hotel to go get her daughter. I watched when the mother went, said she went with the police, and the girl was of age, and she decided not to leave with her mother. You can't hold somebody else accountable for what somebody else is thinking. Even though she's 17, 18, considered the mind of a child, what people don't realize is you can't be considered an adult if I want to charge you for a crime, but all of a sudden you want to be considered a child when you make the wrong decision. Well, I want to say, uh, uh, Prez, True Diva, um, Adrian Charleston also mentioned early in the program that you know it's definitely not new. Um, well, of course we know that's not new, but it's just the, it's just without a rotation. Um, you know, I think the outrage though is more is bigger now than it was before on R. Kelly, and I think it is because of the lifetime. He, he's still been doing his thing, you know that the, uh, the which is not good. But I think, mm-hmm. nobody knows exactly what was going on. What we do know. Same thing with Bill Cosby. This wasn't a big outrage back then, but all of a sudden it's a big outrage now. People got to ask themselves why. 
the same people that are outraged right now was the same lazy motherfuckers that were sitting down, didn't decide to go get up and vote. Now we got this dickhead in office. These are the same people that are always outraged when something happens, but never want to take a foot to step That's out the right, door girl. and say, let me see yeah. what I can do. You're let right. me see what I can do to stop some of this. But these are the same people that are always <clears throat> the most outraged. Don't be outraged unless you got up off your behind and signed a petition. Don't be outraged unless you go in the court to make sure that pedophiles don't get out of jail. Or don't get, you know what I'm saying, don't be all uh, up in the air when a kid get killed all of a sudden, but this been, this been happened to another child the other week. Nobody's raising sand about this little girl that was killed by this fool that was out here in Texas. It's more coverage about R. Kelly than it is this little girl. It's more coverage yeah. about and, and R. Kelly than it is, than it is with President Trump about this doggone wall he's trying to shut the government down for. And I'm not taking away from what was done to these young girls. I'm not. But what I'm saying is, where's all the outrage for these things that have been going on and going on and going on? But all of a sudden, because the public figure and he done sold all these records, and he's supposed to be, you know, the person that they look up to. If you listen to him, he'll tell you, use him. People will use him, but not, the, but not in the right way. All right. Uh, definitely, James, yeah, uh, you can definitely uh, speak on that. Uh, James, you can answer your question. Then after that, we've got to go to the next caller, and the next caller, and the next caller. Because we're, it's blowing up. The phone line is blowing up, so we got to take these calls. Look, so, uh, yeah. James, Let me, go ahead. You know, they, the, you know the, the media does a lot of distractions for black people. And like, like the lady just said, why all of a sudden all these things are coming up? Bill Cosby. Every time Bill Cosby's tried to buy NBC, something comes up. Or oh, he raping women, all this. When he seriously put foot forward to buy NBC, now they put him in prison. Now this R. Kelly thing. There's so much stuff going on. Like, every week you turn on the TV, there's a black woman getting beat up in, in Walmart by a white man. Uh, there's, there's, there's bodies being found of black people with no organs. R. Kelly is our least worry. I mean, I'm not saying sweep that under the rug, but there's a lot exactly. going on. There's a lot going on that's important to us than than this. I mean, you you got women the being young girl just got you, fired from McDonald's when the, the white man snatched her up over the counter and she did nothing right. wrong. I'm not exactly. saying she's nothing under the wall with R. Kelly. What I'm saying is, don't sit up there and be outraged today, but you wasn't outraged yesterday. And, and we distracted. Yes, it's a distraction. It's a yes. distraction from the yes. main things that 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 we that we should be focused on. They done found ten girls in the last month with no organs, ten dead bodies mm-hmm. in the last month with no organs. But we talking about R. Kelly. And and don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. R, I'm not defending R. Kelly, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm an artist and, and I live in Atlanta, right? Okay. Everybody we looking do for that bag. Let's keep it on. We we. we we do video shoots all the time, and women come in there half naked. I mean, not not that I'm saying that's the sign. Like I, I said it earlier on the show, when I did the sign with the, with the young chick that was singing the hook on my song, Baby, 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 the first thing I asked her is, where's, where's your mom and what's her schedule? Because I want your mom to be there. Black people, our kids are the only kids that be 30 miles away from our house, or we don't know where they're at until something happened to them. That's facts. Definitely thank you for your call. Uh we appreciate you. Definitely hang tight. We got some more people we want to talk to. Uh definitely thank you for that. Um let's go on to the next caller. Caller in the seven zero seven five one four. You're on the
Hey, what's going on with it? My name is Cousin P. I'm from Sacramento. Who now? Can you hear me? I said I'm from Sacramento. Sacramento. Who? Who's? What's your name? My name is Cousin P. Cousin, cousin P. P. Definitely. Thank you for calling. <laughs> what would you like to see, Cousin P? Um, I just want to say because I keep hearing people say, um, people been knowing about this going on for like decades. Um, to be honest with you, you got to think back to the Leah situation. We're in the uh, age of the internet. Before a, a lot of stuff that was going on, it wasn't on the internet, so you only hear hearsay and you only heard the stuff that showed up on the news. Now, people say he's been doing this for years. I didn't know how R. Kelly had people. Um, you know, excluded female stuck. They got to ask to go to the bathroom. They got to ask to eat. They got to call him daddy. He's making them have sex with each other while he recorded. This is stuff that I never knew. As far as the Aaliyah stuff, that happened maybe, what, like 20, 30 years ago. So if that's the case, I was like three when that stuff happened. So now 20, I just felt like 20, 30, whatever it was, me, I'm, I'm 25. So I, I, to me, like all this stuff that's popping up now is new. I just find it strange how the fellas mostly the men look at it as like, well, you know, you got the Pope doing this, you got this doing this, make a documentary about that and we can hold them accountable. Right now, this is about R. Kelly taking advantage of young black women and it's not okay. And I'm just tired of people taking a light and trying to shine it on something else. Yes, we got a lot of stuff going on around the world um, and, and we need to um, focus on that. But right now, the focus on R. Kelly. We only can tackle one thing. So I look at it as just like this. Half the stuff that was going on at Dr. Me, I had no clue. I heard about the Leah stuff. I heard about the sex tape, but I was too young to see it, and I didn't want to watch it. But, like, everything that popped up on this video, on the documentary of Lifetime, that stuff, I'm quite sure everybody didn't know about that. And it's just sad we keep talking about R. Kelly, and we're not talking about the team that he had helping him do it. It's just not him by himself. The labels knew it. He had a squad to help him go out and get the girls like, and it's not okay as far as people blaming the parents. Everybody was a teenager. When I was 16, 17, I did what I wanted to do pretty much. And that's, and that's, and that's what it turns out to be. You can't be around your kids 24-7, especially if you're a parent and you're working to pay bills and you have other kids. You can't be on your kids 24-7. I remember my sister ran away and my mom was crying for like two or three days, and that's just real. But at the end of the day, R. Kelly is a pedophile. Keep the focus on him. I don't care what the Pope did. I don't care about none of that. All I know is I'm a black young man, and it's a black grown man that's targeting young black females, and it's not okay. I don't care. Most people, oh, yeah. most people say, most people may say, well, it might be about the back. At the end of the day, everybody is not going to tell the same lie. Period. And all, if you go look at all the cases that he settled out of court, that's evidence right there to let you know that this stuff has been going on for so long. But it just pisses me off when I hear guys keep trying to take away from the fact these are young black queens young 17 i don't care if, if the, the one chick was 33 she could have been younger than mine i don't care all i know for the simple fact is these are young black females queens that's getting taken advantage of period so keep the focus on that let's get our kelly behind bars and then we can go take oh tackle on something else but right now the focus on this man let's keep the focus on this man until he get behind bars as far as bill cosby go Whatever happened with that situation, hey, he played that game. Whatever it was, I don't care with that situation. All I know right now, R. Kelly is taking advantage of young females. And if you've seen that documentary, mm-hmm. when it went off and the, the, the father and the mother was throwing rocks at the thing, trying to see if their daughter was in there, that was sad. Now, in my case, I probably would have tried to burn her down or I would have been in handcuffs trying to get into that building. But it's still sad. I'm just tired of the fellas especially the black men that's trying to take away from that. Oh, they're trying to take down R. Kelly. That man is a pedophile. 
period. And that's that's pretty much all I have to say. Definitely. Thank you for the call, Cousin P. Cousin P, are you a member of Blacktopia? Uh, no, I'm not. I could be if you could tell me how to sign up. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can go to the Facebook group, Blacktopia, Blacktopia Society. Um, or you can email me at info. Oh, excuse me. Email blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com if you can't find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then we'll send you email. blacktopiabusiness okay. at gmail.com or or uh, or go to the um, a Facebook group, Blacktopia, Black Utopian Society. Okay, because I think, yeah, I, I'll find it because I think you guys posted a comment of one of my comments on Facebook. Okay, okay, good, good. Cousin Keith, definitely thank you for that. We got to move on to the next call. We got a lot of people in the queue right now. Uh, Jay. So definitely thank you for that. Jay. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. This, this is Adrian. I want to say thank you, Cousin Pete, and I approve of your message. And I just want to say if y'all listen to Derek Jackson's latest post, I don't agree with everything he says, but he did call the um, call them predator protectors. If y'all can listen to that, just check that out as well. But, yes, I, I love everything you said, Cousin Pete. And you know I'll be thank thinking you, of thank uh, justice. Thank you, Cousin Pete. <laughs> Poetic justice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's go to the next call. Caller, I know who this caller is. Uh, caller in the four two four two two two. You're on the air. Who is this? <clears throat> Mike, check one two one two. It's your boy Good Hair in the building. Good hair, good hair. Now, now, Good Hair. I'm a, what I'm gonna do because I, I know how you get down, and we and we doing the live and stuff like that. What I want to do, and I'm not I'm not shutting you off or anything like that. I want to bleed through the rest of the calls. I want to get a lot of people in the queue waiting, so I want to get as much people on right quick, and then we're gonna then we're gonna put you, I'm gonna put you back in rotation. All right? No doubt. All right, but before before I do that, let let the people know a little something what, what you want to say, and I'm uh I'm gonna go ahead and bleed through the rest of the callers. All right, so I've been listening for probably about an hour now, and. Um, Okay, we have to we have to deal with time frame when it comes to this situation. I've, I've been listening to a lot of things, and um, my my biggest problem with this whole situation is us as a whole um, just wanting to deal with cutting the head off the snake and not dealing with the problem in, in its, its in totality. Um, I have not heard not one man when we were talking about what you just said, Adrian Charleston, about um, predator protectors. I have not heard, not one man, not one woman, not any individual that offered additional information say, not one time. And, it, and, and I've got, I got deleted off of a, a friend's page the other day, and I found it peculiar because I was just trying to have a cohesive conversation. I haven't heard not one man, not woman, one woman, not one, not one of anyone say R. Kelly was not a monster, that he wasn't a predator, that he wasn't a pedophile. My problem is, that I'm having a problem with people not wanting to have, and I'm, that's the reason why I'm glad this conversation came about, Not people not wanting to have a conversation, in which I find that in, our, in my community a lot. We never really want to solve what we call the problem. We just want to point a finger at a point in the problem, and that's where I have an issue. I have a time frame and a timeline on this situation. There's two separate issues when it comes to R. Kelly. There's the R. Kelly era, like the young man just said, Cousin Pete. There's the R. Kelly era <clears throat> of when he, did, when he had pedophilia. That's when he was with dealing with young girls. And then there's a time frame in which 
he was dealing with other girls who were of legal status, in which we've already discussed about the legal status because um, when it comes to the legal status of this situation, there's only one way that they can put R. Kelly in jail. There's only one way. There is no other way that they can actually put R. Kelly in jail um, based off of R. Kelly. And I'm not speaking this as a protection. I'm speaking this as if I was a juror in a courtroom and information was being provided to me, this is exactly what I would have to make my decision off of. Morally, R. Kelly is completely and totally at this point wrong for what he's done to these older women. But legally, R. Kelly has done nothing legally that can be pressed, the charges can be pressed against him in any way, shape, or form. Um, so that, that's, that's the general uh, where I'm coming mm-hmm. from. Um, uh, oh, there, yeah. there are just different points in which I want to talk about how we should stop, you know, in, in every, every subject matter that ever comes up, I always notice the same thing about us. We just go back and forth pointing fingers at each other about, oh, you believe this because of that. Oh, you believe this because of that. Oh, you you should you should believe this yeah. because I said this. You should believe this because I – not one time do I ever hear, well, you know, this is the law that we should pass to get this – because that's what folks do against us. They pass laws oh, for yeah. future situations. They don't have discussions oh, yeah. about – or arguments or debates about – who did, or let's just take that head off. We like to take the head off and then sweep the rest of the dirt up under the carpet. That is not how we're yeah. going to solve this problem because it's not just our case. It is a very, the problem is way bigger than that. All right, Jay, go ahead and do your thing, and, okay. and I'll, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll chop it up. Definitely. Now, Rod, I'm going to keep you on because I know you're doing a live on the show right now, right? You're still going? Uh, I'm going to turn the live back on, and uh, I'm going to turn the live back on right now. Okay, definitely, definitely do that, man. Keep them up. So anyone, group, that, so anyone that wants to jump, anyone that wants to jump on, we're gonna do a live in the group so that you can jump on live, as well as we're gonna have the callers calling in. So at this point, we're just we're wide open. We want to see, we want to see you, we want to hear from you, we want to, um, we want to discuss this whole situation as a community because it's affecting us in more than just one way than just R. Kelly. Um, and I think that yes. we get locked in on one person, and we need to go further. Definitely, definitely uh, good air. That's uh, for anybody listening. That's Rod Williamson in the group. Um, he's doing his live, so definitely jump on there too, cousin Pete. I see you still on, so uh, cousin Pete, definitely find us, man. Everybody's loving you. I'm loving you, man. We love what you're saying, so we want you in the group. We want you in there in Blacktopia with us, uh, keeping that conversation going. Uh, let's go on to the next caller, right quick. Uh, caller in the uh, okay. This caller is somebody that's hiding their number. Um, so when you so I want everybody on the call right now to be quiet. You're going to hear unmuted on because I can't call out your area code because you're hiding. So when you hear unmuted, go ahead and talk. All right. One, two, three. Greetings. Okay, the floor is yours. Yes. Greetings. Who is this? Sapphire. Sapphire, okay. I remember you called. Uh, you called in in last season, and, and we didn't get right back to us. When we had the wow, debate. you remember me from that long ago. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, that's not, cool. You didn't join. Yeah, you didn't join Blacktopia though, did you? You didn't. You didn't join us. I did not. I did not. But I will today. Definitely. Thank Good you. Deal. Please join us. Please join us. 
All right. Okay, Let's go so ahead and throw some claps on it. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Do listen, your we'll, dear brother, I'm, I'm going to be brave and say something that is going to be very controversial and that I'm sure many people won't agree with me, but I'm going to ask the listeners to be brave with me mm. as it relates to what I'm about to say regarding this R. Kelly situation. Firstly, I want to say that I did not watch the docuseries, okay. Okay? but I'm mindful of the allegations and the situation surrounding R. Kelly. I want to say this. Uh, I'm taken back by how so many of us, black men as well as black women, will so carefully give out, throw Kelly is not guilty. I'm not saying he's not a pedophile. And then. Hello? Sapphire. Hello? Oh, it was going to okay, get good. Sapphire. Okay, Sapphire, um, if you're still on, your mic is still on. Oh, no, she's out. Okay. Um, well, definitely, Sapphire, call right back in, and, um, you know, we'll get you right back on. Call. We got some more callers. Callers in the – excuse me, caller. Caller in the 919-441. You're on the air. Who is this? Caller in the 919-441. You're on the air. Who is this? Yeah, I think I had to unmute myself. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I know who this is. I'll let you tell it. Hey, Bob. <laughs> oh Lord, you know I hate those sound effects. <laughs> oh, man, no, no, I really, I, I honestly hope no, that today is the last day that we have this 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 debate about R. Kelly. Um, I'm in agreement with the one gentleman caller who called before. There are so many deeper issues, and without sounding as if we're we're deflecting. DeMine was really on point when he said that in this industry, everyone knows about the casting couch, and it's not just the black community. The black community didn't start the casting couch, right? But we, we certainly have adopted the depravity. So we know that that goes on in the industry, and trust is not just women on their, their knees, it's men too. So let's get really re- real about that. I was listening to um, a couple of women, and they sounded really indignant, and I can't relate, and I'd never do that, et cetera. And I think it's really, really easy for us to kind of like sit atop of our, like a moral horse from on high and say that we'd never do X, Y, Z. And I think that's very unfair, and I, I think it's also very disingenuous. Um, if we're speaking about generational poverty and we're, we're speaking about people who will do anything to go ahead and get out of their circumstance, um, we're, we're also speaking about people who have quite a bit of influence and a bit of power and a bit of say in, a, in an industry. Um, and unless someone has gone to their marriage bed like a virgin, let's be honest, we've got people who will have sex for a promotion and we'll call it a career. We have people who will have sex for a happy meal and we'll self-soothe and, and call it a date. <laughs> a lot of things go on. And this is kind of like to address the one gentleman who said, not, not, the, not the young girls, because I think it's different when we're dealing with young girls versus grown women. Those grown women were definitely making a very conscious decision, but those young girls were not. So I think when we're addressing this, we have to be very, very honest deal with the women on one level, but when we're speaking to the girls, don't deflect. And so long as we're deflecting, it continues to paint the picture that in the black community, our girls don't have any protection. If we continue to say those girls were 14, they were fast, how dare us think that a 14-year-old is capable of making adult decisions? 
why is that fair? And why does it only happen in our community, right? There, there were girls. So I know how I behaved when I was 14 years old, right? It didn't mean that I was deserving of rape or to get pissed on. Let's be honest about that. So I, I think the first, first things first, we need to address young rape in the black community and the reason why there is such a magnifying glass on it is because it's a known figure and we shouldn't sweep it under the rug. Um, we shouldn't joke about it and be blasé about it because that is the reason why over 60% of our young child rape victims, they don't feel they have a voice. They're very hesitant about coming out and we do have to address like a deeper issue, right? So I, I think if we're trying to look at things holistically, then let's talk about, you know, and, and maybe resolve a lot of the child molestation and rape that goes on in the black community, and everybody knows it happens, and everybody knows it goes on. I think one of the lady callers, one of the lady callers, she said, yeah, she said she was a victim of it. And I could hear the, the, the pain and the frustration in her voice, but in the same breath, she also mentioned that these girls were 14, and in a way, they kind of set themselves up for, you know, I won't say to be put into a certain position, and that's the part that I think is a little bit unfair when we're not just dealing with adolescents, but we're also dealing with people who are in a certain circumstance, whether that be pressure from industry, peer pressure, environmental pressure, or Stockholm pressure, it's all pressure. So, yes, you can go ahead and take part in the activity and in your heart of hearts not really want to participate, but you want to get out of this so darn bad that you're willing to do just about anything. Do you know what I mean? I know I rambled on. No. No, no, oh, definitely. Yeah, good point, Vicky. Um, definitely, Victoria Santana. We agree. Um, you know, the, the everything you said, actually. You know, um, we're gonna, we're gonna actually, Vicky. I'm, I'm gonna keep you on, but we're, we're gonna bleed through the rest of the callers right quick. Um, uh, and then we're gonna also bring Rod Williamson back on as well. Uh, if if you'd like, would you like that, Vicky? Could you hang on? Yeah, for sure. All right, definitely. Thank you for that. All right, let's go into the next caller. We got a we got a lot more left. I want, to, I want everybody to at least say something. I want everybody to touch the mic tonight. Caller five six two, you're on the air. Caller the five six two three three one, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's up, Jay? What's up, Good Air? This is John Huey. What John, up, John Huey. Yeah. I was just talking about you. Not on the internet, but I was telling somebody about you. Yeah, go ahead, John. Well, you know, I stopped messing with uh, R. Kelly years ago when I when I found out about the P tape. Um, I, I threw his CDs away. I stopped listening to his music. That's just that's just me. Now, as far as us being distracted by it, man, there's a distraction every day. It's about being able to multitask. We can hold our own people accountable as well as hold other people accountable, and, and still do what we got to do. It's not one or the other. You don't have to, you know, and, and, and like, like uh, Goodhair said, get him for what he did, but if there's nothing there, then, you know, he's just a de- deplorable individual, and I don't want to support a deplorable individual. That's just, it is what it is. Whether he goes to jail or not, he's a deplorable individual that I don't want to listen to his music, and I don't want to support that man. Now, as far as going on in our in our neighborhoods and things that, it's been going on in every neighborhood. It is the dirty secret in every neighborhood, whether you're black, whether you're Chinese, white, whatever, Muslim, Christian, Hindu, 
it doesn't matter. It's going on everywhere. We don't we don't talk about it. You need, you need to bring it to the light, and that's the problem. We don't have an edge. I mean, it's just, it's just the same thing. How we don't want to talk about racism. You know, they, it, it, we all know it exists, but certain people don't want to talk about it. And we can't take that same attitude towards this when it comes down to rape because it's continuing. There was a time in my life where I dated, I, I, in my early 20s, every girl I dated had been assaulted by somebody. That's crazy, whether it was full-blown rape or it was some kind of sexual assault, whether it was a family member or a date rape. And it, it was always somebody they knew. It wasn't right. a stranger. Now, that's crazy. So it, right. it's, it's, it's something that's, that's, that's deep in, in our society and all societies. I'm not saying black, I'm saying society in general that needs to be nipped in the bud. This whole thing about, you know, this, this fascination with being going with, with being with men, old ass, dirty ass, old pedophiles want to deal with young women going overseas to deal with them. They, they do it over here. It's, it's just nasty. I mean, come on, dog. I mean, what, 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 you, where's your mind at? You want to be with a little girl. Come on, man. There ain't nothing a little girl could do for me. I want a grown-ass woman. And I don't want no little girl. I mean, that's just nasty. That's all I got to say, you know. Definitely. Thank you, John Huey. We appreciate your call. And I know you talk, you got, you talk a lot about politics and things. We got a politician on uh, next week, next Tuesday, Nicole King. You know, she's doing a lot of uh, things uh, in politics up there in Illinois and, you know, getting a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of things going on. She'll talk more about that. Uh, so we, we'd love to have you on that for sure. On that show, too, well, John, if you can make it. I'll be back. I'll be back. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go on to the next call. We've got a few more. I think Sapphire is back, too, but we'll see. Let's get to the next person in the queue. Caller in the 518. 518- Three six zero. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Who is this? This Hello? is Bobby. Ah. Yep. Yes. Ah. What's happening, good people? Blacktopia. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I was having a good conversation with Jonathan earlier, and I was talking about trauma, which I think. Adrian, this is something that you're going to cover um, in your workshop. But um, when we talk about what's happened with R. Kelly, we have to look at how trauma affects people. And, you know, and I, I told him, I said that the trauma that he suffered from being molested, you know, only increased when he, he gained his stardom. He got the ability to have power and money to actually really start to, to do the same things that happened to him to continue the cycle. And so, Literally, when we're looking at it, we're looking at someone who's actually manifested his trauma so much to the point that he became a pedophile and began to touch other people. And so through this thing, and then being an artist, as, as, I, as, as I happen to be as a poet, you know, we know that we craft the most beautiful works out of our pain, out of our sorrow, out of those things. And, you know, so he exists in this, this universe where he's creating this masterful music, but it's all predicated on the pain that he has this whole flip side, this little bag of doo-doo that he plays in every night that he goes and he does these different things. Um, literally in our communities, it is a dirty secret. You know, it is something that we, we don't talk about or we say everything else. I, I even said that there was somebody not directly in my direct line of my direct family or none of my family, man, but I know someone who's related to me 
who had the same problem, and and their mother protected them, you know, no matter what, you know, because we didn't know, and if anybody, if any of the men that I knew, we put hands to them because that's not something that you do. But in our communities, we keep things quiet. And so when things become magnified, we start to see things. And I think the brother said there's nothing we can do. I disagree. There's always something you can do. Some of these women, young women were held against their will. When you forcibly hold somebody against their will and you subject them to servitude, <laughs> there's they legal replications for that. There's a legal They're held against their will. They could leave anytime they, they wanted they, to. They could leave, fact. but they didn't. But if somebody says, listen, I didn't get a chance to leave, anything else is going on, some of the people said that they were held against their will. No. If you're held against your will, or well, you, you know you're experiencing some Stockholm syndrome type stuff, that can happen. But the, I mean, the only thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't know. Bobby, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know you guys could hear me. But go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interfere. I'm, I'm just saying. But all I'm saying to you is this, right? Um, the Georgia, the you know, the Georgia DA is expo- is exploring if there can be any charges that are met. And chances are, if anything, as it goes to a grand council, somebody's going to find a way to indict this too. They can indict a ham sandwich. I'm pretty sure they can figure out with him. I just think that when it comes to everything, I think we and ourselves, we were very good at tearing our, tearing our people down, but like the brother said, sweeping things underneath the carpet. I think yeah. it, should be a, it should be a dual effect that not only do we remove him from the public eye, we remove his ability to make that money because his streams only went up because of the music, but if we remove him, and then we also tell him to seek help, there might be some redemption for him. Now, I in no way am supporting, uh, pushing, or, or saying that, that this is something that I feel like, you know, is something to do. Redemption is something that he has to lead for himself. That's not for any of us to try to tell him what to do. He has to do it for himself. However, we can stop supporting yeah. him economically yeah. in order for him to seek the help that he needs to, to do in order for him to get better. We're not and that's the purpose. That is the purpose of this. Not, that is the whole purpose how, of all of this how? is to shut him down financially. That's that is the that is the whole purpose. In order for R. Kelly to 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 to, to come to R. Kelly himself, I'm saying, because R. Kelly himself is an institution. So in order for R. Kelly to come to a realization, the victims have come together to say, "Look, we're going to shut him down, and we're going to we're going to shut his voice down because his voice." is the only thing that has carried him through this time. The ability for him to be able to speak, the ability for him to be able to sing, the ability for him to be able to, to put something, that is the only thing that has sustained R. Kelly throughout this whole thing. And, and the only way that you're going to get him to get in a court, there's two things that are going to happen. What you're saying is going to happen, or he's going to go in a corner, he's going to hurt himself. One of the two. Oh, yeah. now, I'll, now, I'll, I'll say this to you, brother. I'll say this to you, brother. There's only one charge that they're going to be able to stick R. Kelly with, and that is if he has a sexually transmitted disease. You cannot well, technically, willingly technically give someone else a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, okay. We, we, we got Sapphire back on. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take this call because we only got we got less than – we got no no time hardly left. But uh, <laughs> Sapphire, Sapphire, we're going to go ahead and make it. Yes, Hi, Sapphire. Thank you for Sapphire. Okay, Sapphire. so That's let me be brief. Shit. Yes. I, I don't know what happened. The, the call dropped. Someone must have knew I was going to go in. Here, here's what I'm saying <laughs> about we need to be brave. Here's what I'm saying about we, why we need to be brave. I heard a brother say earlier that there, there are at least 10 young black women 
and girls who have been found with organs missing. I I don't think we understand the politics of this R. Kelly situation, and I'm going to draw parallels to the girls that are missing, the black girls. Because R. Kelly has been allowed to be a roaming pedophile for so long, that is the yardstick by which we are measured as it relates to our girls. We need to understand that. Listening to people put out disclaimers, you know, yes, he's bad, yes, he, but where were the mothers? Understand this. There are parents who are not mentally equipped to have children, but they have them. But we have laws to protect the children of those people who are weak-minded, okay? So when we talk about R. Kelly, we are talking about how we view black female collective. That okay, is a reflection Sapphire, of how we feel. Yeah, Sapphire, definitely. You make it, uh, you're, right now you're building up to a great – you're making great points. We're about to get shut off, so I'm going to have to wrap the show up. But, Sapphire, please join us in Blacktopia. So I, I want to actually have you as a, as a guest in the future so you could talk a little more because each time you call in, you make great points. But you're not in Blacktopia yet, so I don't know how to get in touch with you. But you know how to get in touch okay, with us. Okay, I'll, so I'll do that. Can I t- I'll, I'll do that. I want to tell you this one quick thing. I'm shocked at the black women who are so ready to go in on the parents. They go straight to the mother. Understand this black woman, a 14-year-old is not your competition. That's a child. We need to get it together. Seriously. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you, Sapphire. Please join Blacktopia. I'm Jonathan Coleman in Blacktopia. Hit me up. We'll set you up, get you get you some more airtime. Thank you all for listening. Just tune in next week. We're going to be talking about the government shutdown. We got politician Nicole King. She's here. Uh, thank you all for listening. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio. We do this every Tuesday night. We're about to go. All right. Take care. Yep. Thank you all. Thank you all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.